Batista, six-time world champion. Two men in electric atmosphere in Pittsburgh. Oh! Batista with a spear! Batista with a spear of his own! Almost cut Roman Reigns in half! And now a spear by Reigns! Is it Roman Reigns' moment? Is it his night? Watching around the world. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! I am the voice of the voiceless. Do so I have everybody's attention now? Sorry about your damn luck. I deserve one more match. It's going to be the end of the world as you know it. Welcome back, folks, to the return of WrestleRant Radio right here on EC Radio, right back here on campus, right here on Endicott College. It's been a fantastic five weeks off, but I can't even explain in words how happy I am to be back right here on WrestleRant Radio to discuss everything going on in the world of wrestling from Monday Night Raw last night to the very controversial Royal Rumble pay-per-view from this past Sunday. We have a lot to break down right here on WrestleRant Radio. And I won't be doing it alone. I will be doing it with two former colleagues from my former show, Save Us GSM. Introducing first the one and only Kyle. How's it going tonight, Kyle? It is going quite well, Mr. Uh, Mamina. And you. also joining me today, we've got Jamie Lee Mack. How's it going tonight, Jamie? Feels like I'm living back in mid-2013. Good to be here. 
Pump up that flux capacitor, baby. We're going back in time, and we're going on the road to <laughs> WrestleRant Radio, as well as WrestleMania 20, I almost said 29, WrestleMania 30 in just a few weeks oh, away. Well, Elimination Let's Chamber right around that. the corner. Um, it, it's... It feels like the road to WrestleMania with the Royal Rumble pay-per-view just this past Sunday. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, but nonetheless, folks, welcome back to WrestleRant Radio. As I said before, there are a number of ways that you can listen to this show. You can listen live through the Live365.com <coughs> website. It's too long of a URL to spell it out for you right here, but you can check it out through my official website, nextairawrestling.weebly.com. Check it out there. Um, there's a link that you can press to check out the show, listen live through the Live 365 website, and go to WrestleRant Radio, and you can go to the column on the website and go to the tab on the website and click on Archive, or for short, it's nextairawrestling.weebly.com backslash archive. You can listen to every archived edition of WrestleRant Radio since this past October. It was a new feature added to my website just earlier this month, so extremely excited about that. So if you haven't been listening to WrestleRant Radio up to this point, you can listen to all the archived episodes up there on my website. You can also check out my official podcast at WrestleRantRadio.Podbean.com for my stars with the stars of the wrestling world. Um, check out the official app by going to that same website, WrestleRantRadio.Podbean.com. On, my, uh, on, on the podcast, you go to the, that URL on Safari, and it will come right up. You just press that little the arrow at the bottom of your screen to download the official app to your smartphone. And you can also listen to the repeat of the show on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 Central Time, right here on Live365.com on EC Radio. Or if you're not listening live on Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time. You can also check out my official Facebook page at Graham, Jason Matthews. Give that the old thumbs up. Follow me on Twitter at RussellRant. Check out my Bleacher Report article simply by searching Graham, Graham GSM Matthews, as well as on YouTube as well at Graham GSM Matthews. So with all that being said, um, we've got a big week ahead of us with the road to WrestleMania officially kicking off. We had the Royal Rumble this past Sunday, which is what we're going to be kicking off this show with. So, of course, we had the pre-show match. The New Age Outlaws taking on Cody Rhodes and Goldust for the WWE Tag Team titles. In my opinion, a very good matchup. Some people didn't like it. I personally thought it was highly enjoyable. In the end, it was the New Age Outlaws, much to the praise of the crowd, are the new six-time Tag Team Champions of the World. So, Kyle, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on the... New Age Outlaws as the new WWE Tag Team Champions. You, you said it wrong. The new Tag Team Champions of the World. But I, I personally like it all around simply because it, it accomplishes so many things. It gives us a transitional Tag Team Champions for the Usos to beat some, somewhere down the line. So the Usos will get the belt. Transitional Champions. It gets Cody the fuck out of the Tag Team division. <laughs> and it puts Goldust hopefully back in rehab. Ouch! You still have a thing. You still have a uh, a hate for Goldust after all this time. Al still has unknown beef with Goldust. Really? After all this time? <laughs> after all, here's my issue with Goldust. I was I didn't like him. Like him. I, I not like him. I'm starting to hate him less. Starting to hate him less. But That's then good. they put him with Cody, who is light years above Goldust, and then they started booking the team to get Goldust over over Cody Rhodes. You can't tell me that so you did not I, like the tag team of Cody Rhodes and Goldust. I've never liked the tag team of Cody Rhodes and Goldust. I've made that a fact. Wow. 
Those are some bold because words. At the time they teamed up, at the time they were teaming up, Cody Rhodes was missing just something to get over to the main event scene. He got it by getting fired, ironically enough. Then well, they stick him fire. right back yeah. where he just got done getting over. Well, I, I think and it worked out for the best. I think it worked out for the best. All it did was put him on Simmer for, like, what, six months? Mm, and no, now we're going to get three months, I would say, three months. And now we're going to get the match everyone's had a wet dream over, Goldust and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 30. Goldust can go <laughs> off to be irrelevant, and Cody Rhodes will be off to the main event where he should have been months ago. I don't so think you would have... Them dropping the belts has worked everything out pretty good. Yes, I do agree the fact that dropping, having them drop the belts at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view was the best thing for them. However, I don't think the team was bad. I don't think it was a failure. If anything, I thought it was a huge success in not only revitalizing the tag team division, which has been stagnant for quite a while. Um, I thought it was they, they had highly entertaining matches with almost every team they faced. They brought prestige back to the tag team titles, even though you can argue the Shield and Team Hell No did before them. But even still, though, I thought they were a highly entertaining tag team. They were getting some of the biggest reactions of the night. As you mentioned before, Cody Rhodes was missing that one thing that was separating him from the main event scene and from where he was beforehand. I mean, remember, he had that mid-card feud with Damian Sandow over the summer, which impromptu turned him babyface, which I thought was pretty cool, too. But I don't think he was ever going to be competing for a world championship had this whole feud with the authority not started. And I think pairing with Goldust, who has been in the best shape of his career up to this point, um, I think was the best thing for them because a lot of people, like you said, myself included, um, have been really looking forward to the Cody Rhodes versus Goldust match, which we are hopefully going to get at WrestleMania 30 if all things work out well. I'm hoping to see the tag team title rematch held at Elimination Chamber after the disqualification match, um, the, the disqualification finish to the match. Last night on Raw. But with that being said, though, it is worth mentioning that Goldust said, and I I don't even, uh, I think it was on Twitter or maybe in a recent interview, I'm not exactly sure. Um, He mentioned that he doesn't wish to face his brother Cody Rhodes anymore at WrestleMania, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. So, Jamie, your thoughts on that, as well as the tag team title match in the Royal Rumble? Uh, As for Goldust and Rhodes, uh, they had a very good run as champions. I mean, like, uh, like their first match against Reigns and Rollins, uh, I think Battleground, the only good match from that show. Uh, and then, I mean, like, just like the series of matches that that they had with, you know, like, a bunch of teams, I mean, like, The Shield, and then there was, uh, I believe they faced uh, Swagger and... Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, um, they sorry. faced yep. uh, Yeah, sorry. Uh, they faced them. And, uh, and, then, and then there was that... Um, I believe it was a triple threat tag team match at Hell in a Cell against the Usos and the Shield, and then there was that Fatal Four Way tag match, which I personally loved. Um, I believe at TLC, but but their match, or sorry, um, their match um, at the Rumble, I thought was very good. Uh, personally, I would have liked to have seen it on the actual show. Maybe have like a Divas match or something for the pre-show. I mean, like that. That would have been fine, uh, but as for the actual match itself, uh, it was really, really good. Um, and you know, and like it just brings so much like nostalgia to, or sorry, for having Road Dog and Billy Gunn, New Age Outlaws as the tag team champions, 
And it of also proves that... <laughs> of the world, sorry. And it also proves that both guys can still go. Oh, absolutely. I don't disagree with the... Uh... Um, I actually do disagree with the placement of this match on the pre-show with what you said. I thought it was a good placement for the uh, for the pre-show. I thought it was a great way to kick off the show. Granted, I don't think seeing the New Age Outlaws win the tag team titles was you know really anything that put anyone over the fence as far as buying the Royal Rumble goes. I think a lot of people already made up their mind beforehand whether they're going to be buying the event or not because it's. I mean, let's face it, it's Which a Royal is Rumble. Why the pre-show is pointless. Pretty much, yeah. It was just an added matchup, you know, just to have them, you know, get views for their YouTube channel and uh, the WWE.com, whatever. Uh, but we all know that by now. But regardless, yeah, I thought it was a great match as well. Um, they obviously got a huge reaction out of the fans in Pittsburgh, or, yeah, in Pittsburgh. I almost said uh, uh, Philadelphia. But nonetheless, uh, I thought it was a great matchup, another great matchup with the Tag Team Championships. I see a lot of people crapping over the idea to put the Tag Team titles on the New Age Outlaws. I personally don't see anything really wrong with it. Kyle mentioned this before, but basically they're just transitional champions going to WrestleMania. Um, you have them defend the gold going to WrestleMania in two months, and there they drop the tag team titles to the Usos, who have been in, who have been on a massive winning streak since June, and um, they are one of the most over tag teams in the WWE right now. So I see no reason to finally give them their tag team title run after four long years on the grandest stage of them all at WrestleMania, and which what could be a very good matchup in a win over a six-time tag team, a six-time winning tag team title um, team, if that made any sense, who is also it's in cahoots with the... six-time tag team... I don't know. Six-time tag team <laughs> champions of the world. There you go, Say Kyle. Right. Thank, thank you for correcting me. I, I, I've always missed you uh, correcting my mistakes. But um, nonetheless, yeah, I thought it was a good pre-show matchup, but, you know, regardless, I enjoy the title change. I see a lot of people that don't like it, but let's face it, people, they're not going to be tag team champions for the next year or so. They're only transitional until we see the Usos win the titles at WrestleMania. So I think it works out well for everybody because, like I said before, it now opens up the doors for Cody Rhodes versus Goldust at WrestleMania. Hopefully Goldust is the one to turn heel. Even though he gets the bigger reactions out of the two, it makes no sense if Cody's the one to turn because having the heel go over the face, it really doesn't make any sense. The fans should really rally, should really rally behind Cody Rhodes after he just recently turned babyface last summer. So now let's move into the actual yeah. pay-per-view. Kicking it, off the show, we had one, Daniel... One Br- second, Graham, one second. Yeah, go ahead. If you, have the, if you have the heel go with the face at Mania, you'll get the Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy match all over again with the most awkward ending to a match at Mania ever. That's yeah, pretty much. Happen. Pretty much. And not actually, not only that, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. That was also brother versus brother. So that, mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good coincidence so too. That means they they know how to do it wrong. So let's hope they get it right this time, so everyone can stop begging <laughs> the fucking match. It's funny because it doesn't cause, need to happen, but everyone wants it. Well, it, it's funny okay, because okay. you want to say something, Jamie? Right. Yeah. All right. So if you had to uh, choose, which one would you rather have happen, Mysterio Sankar or Goldust Rhodes? Oh God. It's which, not Sin Cara anymore. What's Sin Cara? Sin- it's Hunico. Sin Cara or, Sin- or yeah, Hunico? Wh- whoever's playing the match. <laughs> here's, here's a big thing. Do we have to get Mystico or Sin Hunicara? Which one of them? Very important. I don't know. Maybe we can have another friggin' imposter thing again. <laughs> just have Mysterio randomly be thrown in there. <laughs> oh my god. I want to just get that match over with. So I, I want to see that matchup, but it's not yeah. going to be the same with Mystico there. But just so we can just get Rey Mysterio out of there. I mean, this guy, I mean, 
of course he entered 30 in the Rumble and he got booze. It's not because he was Rey Mysterio. It was because people were expecting Daniel Bryan. But, I mean, let's face it, people. I, I tweeted this out, I think, uh, just yesterday. But what has Rey Mysterio done since he came back two months ago? I was highly anticipating his return. I was among the few that marked out when he returned back at Raw Country back in November. He hasn't done anything of note since he came back over two and a half months ago. Do you think, I'll ask you, Kyle, first, do you think Rey Mysterio versus Sinkara is the final match we need to see from Mysterio before he can finally hang up his boots at WrestleMania? Well, let, let's let's go back. I, I need to fix up what you said, Graham, because I'm here to fix your mistakes. Mysterio has done plenty since coming back. He's teamed with Big Show in the most relevant match that no one ever remembers. And he's faced Albert Dorio about 500 times. I mentioned the match like a, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> So he has accomplished a lot since coming back. But as far as this match happening, just get it over with. That's what happens. And I love Ray Ray. I really do. But he need, before he before he gets paralyzed, he needs to stop wrestling. He just needs to stop. Before he breaks both his legs and ends up like Kevin Nash. <laughs> well, recent or reports are indicating... Like recent reports are indicating that WWE is no longer interested in the Sin Cara character. Apparently, they've given up on it. And uh, and whatever. So apparently, I wonder it, I, why it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me that we don't get that match at WrestleMania this year. Not at all. Uh, I would like to see it. Hopefully, it's a pre-show matchup. I think that could be a very good way to kick off the show. But like I said before, and also I thought this was comical too, both funny and sad. Um, I believe Mystico, or it's not even you can't even call him Mystico anymore because that gimmick was given to someone else after he left Mexico. So I don't even know what his real name is, and I can't even pronounce it. I know I've seen it before. I can't pronounce it, so I'm just going to call him Mystico. Just, just call him Botch. Botch. No, that's disrespectful. I'm just, I'm just going to call him Mystico. But um, apparently Don't he didn't. break your finger and call the match off. That's disrespectful, too. He <laughs> could have kept going. Apparently he did an interview over the weekend that said that he owns the rights to the Sin Cara character and that he will get his lawyers involved with WWE in order to take back that character. Um, I don't think that's true, if only because WWE, I believe, was the one who came up with the character. Otherwise, he would have been Mystico in WWE. So I see no truth in that. But I, wa- I did feel a little bad for the guy when he said that um, they really brought him in for nothing. They set him up to fail. And uh, that's pretty much how you can put it. In simplest terms, they set him up no. to fail. Because he couldn't use his full moveset yeah. in the WWE. Here's the thing. They did, not, they did not set him up to fail. He set himself up to fail. He spent two years in there, and he didn't learn how to wrestle the right side of the ring or speak English. <laughs> that's so not, he fucked himself, too. That, I, don't, I wouldn't say that's entirely his fault. I think that's on WWE's part as well because they didn't put him in developmental. The, the dude doesn't know how to... Hold, hold up. The dude doesn't know how to train him, how, how to go learn in two years' time. He doesn't know how to go learn in two, year, in two years. We're not talking a couple months, a couple weeks. He was there two years, and he didn't... Take the initiative to do it himself. You can't blame the company when you don't want to do it yourself. Well, they should have put him in developmental before he came up to the main roster. That's my point, because they just threw him right out there on a live show on Monday Night Raw. That was the biggest problem. But I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying it's not completely their fu- completely their fault. He's at bl- he's at fault too. I can argue that. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Um, but, I mean, he did improve. I will give him that much. I mean, he wasn't terrible at the end of his run in WWE. He wasn't terrible at all. I thought he was actually pretty good and he was improving. I liked his tag team with Rey Mysterio for what it was worth. 
and uh, and apparently they're tag teaming now, but he's he's not Mexico. That's Hunico. But um, even still, I, I like their tag team because it hid his weaknesses and Rey Mysterio's weaknesses for that matter, because he was injured too, and they were a pretty good tag team. And then they both got injured last year, and and you never saw it again until just this past Monday. So. Um, I, I don't know even how we got on this topic, but we're just going to go uh, scurry back to the Royal well, Rumble. Let's, talk. Just hope, let's, let's, hope, let's just hope Botch stays away and Sin Hunakara stays. I actually like Sin Hunakara. I, I like him. He's growing on me. Botch needs to stay away. No, he's done, yes. Uh, Mystico, I think, is preferred, I, I believe, is done with the company for good. So um, you won't be seeing him anytime soon. Hunico, I don't know. They lost faith in the character, but that doesn't mean they're going to scrap it. So I'd rather see Hunico under the mask as Sin Cara than him as Hunico, which is one of the stupidest gimmicks I've ever seen. He's a great wrestler, but the whole Hunico thing was it was complete garbage. But we'll go back to the... Yeah. What, what was that, Kyle? Here's the thing. They're not, they're not scrapping the gimmick because they can sell masks after Mysterio leaves. So he's going to sell merchandise. So they're not scrapping him. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's and the I'd only reason why see, they're keeping him around. I'd, I'd rather see him as Sin Hunakara than see him as a Gra- Grand Theft Auto ripoff character. Exactly. Riding the bike. With, I mean, I'd rather see him fail at this than fail at that. <laughs> well said. And on that note, we'll move into Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan kicking off the show. One hell of a matchup. I personally expected this to be a solid matchup, but nowhere near as good as this match. It's hard to believe that this is the same guy, Bray Wyatt, that competed in one of the most disappointing and worst matches of 2013 with Kane at SummerSlam inside the Ring of Fire. However, he is now has the early 2014 match of the year contender um, with Daniel Bryan kicking off the Royal Rumble. Just an excellent matchup from these two. Daniel Bryan putting forth a strong effort, as did Bray Wyatt. We know Daniel Bryan can go in the ring. We all know that. It's a very well-known fact. Bray Wyatt pleasantly surprised here with his offense and just that beautiful-looking Sister Abigail after Daniel Bryan catapulted through the middle rope and right into Bray Wyatt, who caught him, hit Sister Abigail into the barricade, and got the clean victory for the 1-2-3. So a beautiful matchup to kick off the show. I was surprised that Bray Wyatt went over. I was fine with it, if only because... I thought Daniel Bryan would come back and win the Rumble later on in the night, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, even still, I thought that was interesting. Uh, but even still, a fantastic match from Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan in what should be the end of this feud. So, Jamie, I want to get your thoughts on this. What were you thinking um, about this matchup as you saw it go down live at the Royal Rumble? Uh, this is the one match of the night that I picked wrong. I actually thought that Bryan was going to win this, but then like halfway through it, I thought, yeah, maybe Wyatt's going to win this one, but I chose Brian, and, well, I was wrong, but um, I do find it funny that, like, you know, a lot of folks are saying saying that, like, you know, this is a match of the year candidate when we're not even through January yet, um, but uh, but as for the match itself, uh, I thought, I mean, like, I thought that it, I really thought that it was great. I mean, and like, this is definitely the character Bray Wyatt's best match. And Wyatt actually held his own in this one. I mean, like, I think even Kyle said that, or, um, or sorry, um, I think that Kyle said to me, um, I believe the night of the Rumble saying that, you know, Brian can, can carry a, a, or, um, that Brian could carry a broomstick to a, fi- or, 
to a five. My God. Four star match. I said four star match, baby. Four. Okay. All right. Yeah. And Wyatt, which is still valid, it's still valid. Yeah, and Wyatt, def- yeah. Uh, but you know what? I must say, Wyatt definitely held his own in this one, and uh, and I thought that it was a very, very good match, and it was a fantastic. I mean, uh, I mean, like I guess you could say that the tag title match was the opener, but I mean, like for the actual opening match of a pay per view, this one was. I mean, just awesome. Oh, absolutely. And the worst part about it was was that it foreshadowed, or not foreshadowed, it overshadowed the rest of the show because nothing could live up to this. It was such a great matchup. But, um, yeah, like you said, I think it was the, it's obviously been the best match of 2014 to date. Um, there's no doubt about that. But um, the worst part, like I said before, was it was even better than the Rumble match that took later on the night. And from my personal opinion, but um, we'll get into that in a little bit. So any thoughts on this, Kyle? Well, I was going to say, I'm happy that Bray Wyatt is finally coming to when it comes to the uh, hype that he was given when he came out. I, I'm not sure if he can reach the hype that they had given him when he debuted. I mean, this guy, they put vignettes ending raw. They never do that for anyone unless your name's Dwayne or Lesnar. So, I mean, they were pushing him to the moon. So I don't know if he'll ever meet the expectation, but it's nice to see that he's finally coming He's not going down. He's not taking a step down. He's actually taking steps forward to get better. So, oh, absolutely. Like I and it wasn't. And it wasn't the last time they saw him in the night either. And we'll get to that in a brief minute. But up next, obviously, we had Brock Lesnar versus The Big Show, and uh, which I was very pleased for. And the fact that it only went two minutes, I was not looking forward to this match going in. I didn't really <laughs> care for it at all. We saw these two face each other. What? How many times in two thousand and two, two thousand and three? So I didn't care to see it again. I only cared for going in that it was going to be a dominant win for Brock Lesnar. That was the whole point of this matchup, to make Brock Lesnar look strong. Going into WrestleMania season, it was his third consecutive victory after defeating Triple H in the main event of Extreme Rules back in uh, 2013, April, or maybe it was, no, it was May, um, after defeating CM Punk at SummerSlam, and now Big Show, all former world and WWE champions. So um, I thought that was great for Brock Lesnar. We didn't need much of a matchup. We got the F5 spot. That was cool. The only... Bad part about this was how comical, um, how comically drawn out this whole bashing with the chairs thing that uh, Brock Lesnar just completely brutalized the Big Show in the ring before the match and after the match with the steel chairs. It just kind of dragged on way too long. So I, I thought that was a bit ridiculous. But um, aside from that, though, I am very pleased that this match did not go 10 minutes or anything longer than two minutes that it ended up doing. So, Kyle, any brief thoughts on this? The only thing in this entire feud that I liked was how they finally... Cause normally, when they build up matches like with Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar comes in raw, and he just annihilates everybody, correct? Yep. It was nice to see a change of pace and have a big show actually put some muscle to Brock Lesnar. That's the only thing I liked at all, this entire thing, was that they finally let someone else get some momentum on Lesnar. Besides that... The, this match, I don't know why it needed to happen, why it happened, and I'm glad it's over. Well, and the fact, I think, too, um, another positive coming out of this is that Big Show might be out of storylines for the foreseeable future, which I see as a good thing um, after you know all the crap that he was involved with in the last few months with the Authority and 
that random tag team that you guys mentioned before with Rey Mysterio, like a whole bunch of just random nonsense New since Year's at least baby. August. Oh, God. Actually, one thing I do want to bring to attention, you guys ever realize that Brock Lesnar is a thing for wrestling people with nicknames? What are you talking about? Okay, you have uh, John Cena, Superman, Triple H, King of Kings, CM Punk, Fast in the World, and then Big Show, the News Baby. Everyone has a nickname, though. That's my point. Here's the thing for wrestling people who have nicknames. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that every wrestler has a nickname, so that's, like, invalid. That's, like, the entire roster, Kyle. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a joke. That, what have you done to Grant? <laughs> it was... It was, it, making... it was lost in the logic. <laughs> I get the joke, but it was lost Stop in the logic. holes of logic... <laughs> Listen, you, Graham, you've, you've worked with me before. You know me. You don't put logic in with my jokes. It, it just kills my joke. All I could think about was the nickname thing. Was that, was that funny to you, Jamie? Am I the only one here? Did that make any sense at all? I, I didn't hear him. <laughs> okay, that, that's a good answer. That's a good answer, Jamie. <laughs> we'll move on from there uh, to the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Boring boring matchup uh, we've seen this god knows how many times it was solid i'll give them that it wasn't a terrible matchup the crowd let them the crowd let them have it they just crapped all over this thing absolutely hysterical um randy orton ended up going over after the wyatt family interfered which could have been seen coming from a mile away after randy orton targeted bray wyatt in his promo earlier on in the night about three different times which is funny too because you remember randy orton was the one who kicked husky harris aka bray wyatt in the head and cost him years of his career, technically, his televised character, um, almost exactly three years ago, the night after the Rumble, so I thought that was pretty funny. But um, even still, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena, the rumored feud that everyone crapped on, myself included, about a month ago, it appears we will indeed be getting it going into WrestleMania. So, Kyle, I will start with you. Your thought on Randy Orton still being the WWE World Heavyweight Champion and your thoughts on John Cena versus Bray Wyatt going into WrestleMania. Well, first, I, I, I want to defend the match for a minute because everyone seems to crap over them having another match. Here's what that match accomplished. It kept Cena the fuck out of the Rumble, which killed every possibility of him winning the Rumble. Because let's face it, anytime Cena's in the Rumble, he has a 10-to-1 ten, ten chance of winning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. It, so, was, it was smart to keep him out of the Rumble. Yeah, And, and the fact, too, um, and, and while you're on that subject... Make sure it ensures that we do not get Randy Orton versus John Cena at WrestleMania, you know? Exactly. So, I mean, no one liked the match, but it serves the purpose of avoiding other situations, like Cena possibly winning the Rumble, Cena overshadowing winner of the Rumble, anything like that. Cena, he does not need to be in the Rumble ever again, but I'm glad he wasn't in this one. And if, if, if the trade-off is getting a boring match with Orton, I'll take it. Well, I praise WWE for not putting him in the Rumble because, remember, we've had people pull double duty in the past at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Remember, it was uh, we've seen Randy Orton, who contended for the title a number of years ago at the Rumble. He's appeared in the Rumble. Despite that, Dolph Ziggler, Big Show. We've had a number of people contend for world championships on the show, yet still pop up later in the night to appear in the Royal Rumble. So I'm glad that WWE didn't do that with John Cena. I'm not glad that they didn't do that with Daniel Bryan, but we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, Jamie, your thoughts on Bray Wyatt versus John Cena come WrestleMania and your thoughts on Cena versus Orton from the Royal Rumble. Um, as for Bray Wyatt and John Cena, I expected them to feud at some point. 
However, I, uh, I don't think it's a WrestleMania-worthy match. I mean, like, if you were going to say something like that for maybe Extreme Rules, maybe Payback or something, that would have been fine. But, uh, you know, I really don't think it's a WrestleMania-worthy feud. Now, right now, uh, it looks like they're kind of going their separate ways because Cena is in the chamber now, but, um, but I mean, like, of course, like, they're going to end up, you know, crossing paths again. Um, so, yeah, uh, those are my thoughts on that. But as for the Cena and Orton match, I really feel bad for them, because, all right, I mean, Cena lost the world championship at TLC, and, you know, this, you know, him having a rematch makes sense. As for the match itself, it's like you said, wasn't a bad match. I thought it was all right. Was it their their best match ever? No, but it was still good. But I felt bad for them because the crowd absolutely did not care. I mean, they chanted. I mean, they sort of reminded me of the New Jersey crowd, but in a negative sense. Mm-hmm. Like they chanted everything from like. Uh, I think there was even like a "We want Axel" chant. Are you serious? Point. I think um, it was either "We want Axel" or "We want Angle." It, we want Angle. Yeah, I read a report from someone in the uh, from someone in the arena, and they said "We want Angle." They were in Pittsburgh, so yeah, it was probably Angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I heard a uh, Y2J chant. We want yep. Divas. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I that too. I'm the Divas division in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying, when's the last time you heard that? Um, and, yeah, I just felt really bad for or for Randy and Cena. I mean, I give them credit for doing something different because they swapped finishing moves. Orton did the AA and the STF, and Cena pulled off a pretty good RKO, I must say. You mean you mean uh, Cutter? He, he did a very good Cutter. Diamond Cutter. You're like the fifth person to correct me. Shut up. Anyways... Um, I'm a DDP fan, what can I say? I know, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, um, as for the Cena and Orton match, I mean, like, it, 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 it was fine, like Kyle said. It kept Cena out of the Rumble match, which I was happy or, um, about. But, yeah, I mean, it's obvious that the crowd just did not care at all. It was yeah. funny too because you mentioned the New Jersey crowd, and that also had a Randy Orton. That also involved Randy Orton. Remember, it was Orton versus yes. Sheamus, and now this time it was Orton <laughs> versus Cena. But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty hysterical. The chance of the matchup, but yeah, you can't completely crap on them. I mean, it's not all their fault. It's just the fact that their characters are just so stagnant at the moment that just no one cares. Um, but like we were saying before, we were, we're not getting that match at WrestleMania, so that's a plus. And it's finally out of the way, and hopefully this is the. Uh, I'm sorry, this is the. Hopefully this is the final time we see Angle. Not Angle. I'm sorry, Randy Orton versus John Cena. <laughs> no, not the final time we see Angle. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's just be honest. It was just a. It was a classic filler match. Rumble. You always get filler matches at the Rumble. You always mm. get them. No, it's not the last year. Champion. Last year we got Punk and Rock. So. Um, that's that's a filler match. Fuck the way. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? From there, we're just gonna swerve right into the Royal Rumble match. We won't get into your no, hate. No, before we do that, I wanted to say something about the uh, Wyatt and Cena match. 
Go ahead. I know Jamie said it's not a Mania level match, but again, let's think of, let's think, think of this as a two step process. Cena faces Wyatt Mania in a, le- in a subpar match. Cena's not thrown into the World Championship match like he was at WrestleMania 25. He's kept busy, kept out of everything else, and we get a decent match. Is that bad? Considering he should be facing The Undertaker, yes, that is bad. Okay, in that consideration, yes, I will agree. <laughs> but, again, would you rather him face Wyatt or be thrusted into the World Championship match again like he was at 25? I would actually, honestly, I would actually have him thrown into the world title match. It depends, like, if it was one-on-one with Orton, hell no. But, I mean, if it was, like, a fatal four-way with maybe Batista or Lesnar or, you know, whoever else, Punk, Brian, I would actually pay to see that. I want want a multi-man match for the WWE Championship or WrestleMania. If it involves Cena, I would be completely fine with that. My only fear, and we'll get into this in a little bit if we have time to talk about our WrestleMania match card predictions and stuff of that nature... But if it comes down to it, if it comes down to John Cena versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, sure, it could be a good feud, but let's remember something. John Cena does not have the best track record when it comes to working with younger stars. He's, you know, I don't want to say buried. That term is thrown around way too loosely. But um, you remember Ryback last year, he turned heel, and almost immediately he was turned into fodder. And by that point, some people may argue that he was already destroyed anyway. But you understand my point. I fear for Bray That's Wyatt because... You can't blame Cena on that. The fact of him turning heel in general fucked right back. It's, uh, in, a, in, a, in and of itself. Cena really had nothing to do with that. That was because Dwayne had to go film a movie, a.k.a. he got injured. But So, the only person he kind of buried was Miz because they wanted a double count out Mania. That would have went over so well. I don't know. He didn't bury Miz because he didn't end up winning the championship that night. And that, that match wasn't even about the Miz anyway because it was all about Rock and Cena. Everyone paid to see the Rock. That's how they bur- That's how he buried him. But that- no, yeah, not not direct. I could say, yeah, I could see what you mean. Like indirectly, you mean, right? Not like directly by beating him yes. one, two, three. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um. Yeah, he he indirect because he because during the entire feud he didn't even acknowledge the Miz. He acknowledged Dwayne. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But um, even so, going back to the topic at hand, um, yeah, I, th- my only fear for that match, but like I said, I'll get into this in a little bit if we have time, is that Bray Wyatt wouldn't win. I mean, remember, this is WrestleMania. So it, it, he beat The Rock last year. So if he beat The Rock last year, then Bray Wyatt is certainly going to pale in comparison to The Rock. So I don't see Bray Wyatt going over. Even if he does, it wouldn't be clean, obviously. I don't. I wouldn't imagine it to be clean, but that's not the point. I just don't see Bray Wyatt going over at WrestleMania. And you can give that whole, you know, st- look strong in defeat. A loss is a loss, and I don't think it's going to benefit Wyatt to lose to John Cena at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? But the thing is, though, the fans have been bitching for years that they want to see him out of the main light. And this feud will take him out of the main storyline. So, I mean, careful what, you're, careful what you wish for, right? True, true. I mean, it, uh, exactly. It's just kind of a... It's between The Rock and The Hard Place, pardon the pun. But um, even so, I think the matchup could be solid, but I don't know. It's really hard to say because John Cena should be working with stars at WrestleMania like The Undertaker. I mean, look at the last few people that he's faced at Mania, excluding The Miz. I, I don't say The Miz because he doesn't count. But um, The Rock, I mean, you well, can't that, go... That WrestleMania doesn't, that Mania doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that, but... You can't go any higher than the this, Rock. This is, this is 
supposed to be in the future. This is supposed to be in 29. We, we've, ex- we've just, like, we've um, omitted 27 from the history books. This isn't even supposed to be in 30 yet. <laughs> we to go back here now. <laughs> but um, you can't go any higher than The Rock. There's The Undertaker, so that's why I want to see him face. But, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit. But regardless. It's always we- possible. What was that? It's always possible. Not Mania. Not Mania yet. Exactly. Exactly. Well said. I mean, it, it goes back. I mean, for example, they they were going to have the thing with uh, Daniel Wyatt going to Mania. They scrapped that quickly, so they might scrap this quickly. You never know. Well, some people thought he might lose. Not- some people thought he might have dropped it by the Rumble, so you never know. That one was kind of up in the air. But what, what I mean is, uh, you never know what's going to happen until it. It's confirmed. The Jersey can say they haven't confirmed all they want. They had like 12 dozen names confirmed for the Rumble. They never showed up. So, I mean, it's not confirmed until WWE confirms it. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's not something that just the dirt cheats rumored a month ago. They did indeed rumor it, but now it's really starting to set in stone that Cena and Bray Wyatt will be feuding. Otherwise, that whole thing of the Royal Rumble was pointless. So, I don't see Bray Wyatt facing anyone else because it looks like the shield might be imploding by WrestleMania and we might be getting the Wyatt family versus the shield at Elimination Chamber instead. Let's not let's not act like WWE's never done plot, hole, plot holes before that they've never filled. So let's not act like they've never done that. Oh, they've that's true, but I mean... Plot holes before, so. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, only time will tell. Like you said, anything can happen between now and WrestleMania, so only time will tell. But we'll move on now to the Royal Rumble matchup, 30-man matchup, of course... We had a number of highlights, a uh, number of shock entrances. We had the return of Sheamus. We had the return of Kevin Nash, which I thought was pretty cool, even though a lot of people might not have been a fan of Kevin Nash entering the Rumble. I thought it was a pretty cool spot coming out to his own, uh, to his old NWL music. Sheamus is now my new favorite wrestler per my Royal Rumble game, So, but for the next year at least. But uh, yeah, his return went over pretty well. He got a pretty loud pop from the fans. He looked pretty well in the matchup. Um, everything else, CM Punk had a very strong showing, of course, that was, you know, to be expected. He entered at number one. Uh, Seth Rollins, the entire Shield, had a great showing, including especially Roman Reigns, who ended up breaking Kane's record as uh, with 12 eliminations in the entire matchup. Which, so that was... Ex- which I predicted, just saying. Yes, yes, some people had that well predicted, you yourself included, so props to you for that. So um, that was amazing. I think Roman Reigns was undoubtedly the MVP coming into this Royal Rumble. Kofi Kingston with another cool spot. Um, JBL, his spot was kind of uh, stupid. Not stupid. I thought it was hysterical. It was just kind of pointless seeing how they could have had, uh, you know, maybe Bad News Barrett in there or Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, no one really cares about anyway, so who cares about that? But um, number 30, of course. Rey Mysterio, he comes out, gets booed because everyone was expecting <laughs> Daniel Bryan. I thought that was funny. They even cheered when he got eliminated. That was comical. But I saw someone post this. I don't want to take credit for it, but I thought it would have been great, and I completely agree with this person. I can't quote them um, by name because I don't remember what the username was wherever I read it. But they said instead of Rey Mysterio coming out that um, Bad News Barrett should have come out instead. So the heat would have gone on him, and he wouldn't have cut a – he, he might not have cut a promo during the Rumble. It would have been cool, you know, a la CM Punk in the 2010 Rumble. But he could have said that he had some bad news that Daniel Bryan wasn't, wasn't coming out at number 30. He would have gotten the heat and not Rey Mysterio. So it might have come off a little better that way. And he could have been eliminated in maybe five seconds. I don't even care. But it would have been better suited that way. But, you know, aside from that, though, um, El Torito had a spot in the Rumble. I mean, was his spot really necessary? No. I mean, it was a... Kind of a fun spot, but aside from that, I'm I mean, happy was, that he, I'm I'm happy that he was in there and not Hornswoggle. 
Agreed. Agreed. Hornswoggle already had his time a couple well, of years ago, so. Here's the thing, though. Because I've seen a lot of people online bitching about him being it. El Torito was just a body for Roman Reigns. Just mm-hmm. Pretty much, That's yeah. all it was. Pretty much, yeah. He was just there to add to the, to the end count. That didn't know what they're doing. They just throw a bunch of bodies in there that no one would care about. So Roman Reigns could throw them out. Like JBL. Like El Torito. I believe he eliminated Kevin Nash, didn't he? I believe he did, yes. Like, if you look at all the comical people who entered the Rumble, most of them were eliminated by Roman Reigns. Yep. The only exception would be Fandango, who was eliminated by Torito. Or Dorito, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, but aside from that, though, I didn't, I didn't think it was a terrible matchup. I thought it was a very good Royal Rumble matchup. A lot of good stories were told throughout the bout. Um, I was a little disappointed that we didn't get the return of maybe Evan Bourne, who's been gone for about two years. I thought it would have been cool to have him back. Maybe they don't even know what to do with him yet, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I was hoping to see maybe Christian. Maybe they don't even know he's important. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, probably not. I think not. they might have even forgotten that he's on the payroll still. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's been gone for maybe two years. Or maybe they don't even care because he got suspended twice. So maybe that's his punishment for waiting two years in order to get back on TV. But, um... Even still, uh, what was it going to say? It's not a good punishment because they're paying. They're still paying them. So oh it's yeah, not a good punishment. Yeah, absolutely. I believe he's turning down in NXT. He should be back sooner rather than later. I was hoping to see Christian in the Rumble, but you know, obviously, it's it's since been confirmed that he will be returning on SmackDown instead. Which um, I will. I got a question about that, so I'm going to answer that in a few minutes. But you know, even still, it comes down to Sheamus. It comes down to yes, yeah, Sheamus, Batista, and Roman Reigns, the final three. After CM Punk was eliminated by an already eliminated Kane which was uh, very stupid, by the way, by people in attendance who knew that Kane was already there, so it wasn't that much of a surprise at all. Because you can actually see, if you go back and watch it, when JBL makes his entrance towards the ring, you can see Kane approaching ringside. The camera obviously botched there, and you can see Kane approaching ringside. I don't know how many people caught that, but um, even so, that kind of ruined it for me. But aside from that, though, it comes down to Sheamus. Batista, Reigns, crowd doesn't care at all. They want to see Reigns run. If it's not going to be Punk, if it's not going to be Brian, it might as well be Roman Reigns. He was an absolute beast throughout this Royal Rumble. But uh, regardless, Batista throws him out, wins the Royal Rumble match for a second time. Crowd goes crazy and bo- booing him at least. And then after the after the show goes off the air, it was reported that Batista mocked the yes chant. It was from it was flipping some fans off at ringside, which is pretty funny. But even still, Batista, now a two-time Royal Rumble winner, up there with other multi-time winners, John Cena, Hulk Hogan, and Shawn Michaels. So that all... And and, and, what was that? And Steve Austin. And Steve Austin, yeah, I know I was missing a name there. Um, but even still, um, Batista, it was predictable from the start, so I thought they might have been able to swerve us, but no one really else made sense. Aside from Daniel Bryan, they didn't put him in the Rumble. Um, the fans let their voice be heard. And Batista is going to WrestleMania for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So, Jamie, I want to start with you. Your thoughts on the Rumble match itself and your thoughts on Batista going to WrestleMania for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Well, when the Rumble match ended, I couldn't stand my timeline for the next 24 hours because it was nothing but people complaining and stuff. All right, here's my thing about it. Daniel Bryan was never advertised for the Rumble match. So you got what you paid for. I mean, that's just it right there. I mean, would I have liked to have seen Daniel Bryan in the Rumble match? Yes. No pun intended. I mean, that I mean that would have been awesome. But he wasn't in there. He was never advertised, so I wasn't really all that upset about it. 
Uh, but as for the Rumble match itself, I thought that it was really good. I mean, I marked out when Sheamus or, uh, came back because Sheamus has been my favorite now for quite a while. Um, but I believe I chose number 11 in your Rumble game, uh, Graham, and I got uh, Ambrose, so, and which, you know, he's my favorite S.H.I.E.L.D. member, so that's going to be no um, problem for me right there. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, the Rumble match itself, I liked. Uh, Batista winning didn't shock me at all. Um, and, you know, it's pretty well known now that that he's back for the money. I mean, he said that he's not coming back until the product is TV 14 or TV 13 or whatever. And... Obviously, they offered him enough to convince him to come back while the product is still TVPG. And, you know, with him mocking the yes chance and giving the fans a finger, that just proves it right there that he's back for the money. I still like Batista, but it's obvious that he's back for the money. And I'm just saying now, if you knew that Batista was going to win, why did you end up watching I mean, really, that's it. So, yeah, uh, Batista going on to Mania doesn't shock me. I saw that coming from a mile away, so that's that. I enjoy your optimistic attitude towards this, Jamie. I really do appreciate it. It's a nice change of pace. <laughs> but um, that being said, though, um, you make a good point. Daniel Bryan was not advertised. Batista winning was not much of a shocker at all. It was not a shocker at all, um, obviously. But um, it just angers me, the fact that WWE did this again. Because remember, we went through the same thing last year with John Cena. And Dan and John Cena said, oh, I'm going to win the Rumble, I'm going to win the Rumble, I'm going to win the Rumble. I mean, everyone does that, obviously. But it was heavily telegraphed that John Cena would be winning the Royal Rumble last year. And he did, which was obviously very disappointing. But it's funny because John Cena, not even John Cena, got that many boos when he won the Rumble last year. I mean, then again, it wasn't, he didn't eliminate, well, I mean, he eliminated Ryback, but they weren't in Pittsburgh, which is, you know, a smarky crowd anyway, you know, as is uh, Philadelphia. But um, even still, um, I thought that was disappointing. Um, I don't hate the finish. I hated John Cena winning last year, but um, I'm a bit disappointed that they didn't put Daniel Bryan in number 30 and give him his moments and, you know, stuff like that. But and have him go on to WrestleMania and complete his story and become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. But um, with Batista is one of my favorites as well, like you said, Jamie. So I'm not extremely disappointed. But um, he hasn't been on it. He hasn't been doing his best since he came back. He's only been back a week, so it's really hard to say. But um, regardless, um, hopefully if he turns heel, if you know the post match shenanigans are any indication, he will be turning heel in the very near future. Hopefully, and that's what the reports are saying. And um, even if he doesn't win the title at WrestleMania, even if he's not involved in the championship matchup at WrestleMania, and he faces maybe Triple H instead, him versus Sheamus would be garbage. I mean, the match would be great, and we'll get to this in a minute. But um, the match would be great, but I'd much rather see him face Triple H and finally beat him, if that's likely, and then go on to his hometown in Seattle, Washington, or at least near his hometown in Seattle, Washington, at Extreme Rules the very next month and win the WWE Championship. That would be pretty cool. But, you know, I'm getting off track here. So, you know, I thought it was a good rumble. The finish was terrible. It was very predictable, obviously. But I enjoyed it for what it was. Not as good as last year. Not as good as the 2011 rumble. 
The 2012 Rumble was kind of pointless. I thought that was stupid. But um, it, it's just a shame because I really haven't gotten excited about a person winning the Rumble um, since maybe Edge in 2010. At least Sheamus, when he won in 2012, at least that came as a big shocker. No one saw that one coming. But um, even still, Kyle, your brief thoughts on this? <clears throat> See, I want to bring logic into this. I, and I love Brian. Don't get me wrong. Here's the thing. And you brought up Cena winning last year. Cena eliminated Ryback, who at the time was one of the most over faces, correct? That is correct. So here's the problem with Brian and the Rumble. They already picked the winner in Batista. That wasn't changing. So you would have had Batista eliminating your most over face. Like Cena did last year. And after Ryback was eliminated by Cena, Ryback was in limbo. That would have happened to Brian. So I'm glad they kept him out of the Rumble for that sake of just there to get eliminated for someone else and, be, and getting tossed into limbo. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think the reaction that Batista received is not going to go away. I think if any, if last night's Raw was any indication, and they were in uh, Cleveland, which isn't really a smarky crowd anyway. So, And, and they booed Batista. Like, half the crowd booed Batista. So no. the Royal Rumble kind of started <clears throat> a trend. Was- no, go ahead. I'm not saying it's a good decision. I'm just saying they already had the winning picked out in Batista. That wasn't changing. So I'm glad they didn't throw Brian in just to get tossed out. Well, I will say this, though. Do you think that Batista returning as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble and then winning it would have garnered a more positive reaction rather than Batista coming back um, a week early or rather being hyped out a month early? And then um, winning the Royal Rumble after saying he was going to win the Rumble this past week on Raw. Yeah, that I mean, would have been a lot. Would have got a lot better reaction. But that's oh, yeah. be. They can't take the blunt for that because that whole thing with the venue kind of spoiled it. So they had to go with what they could. You know. I guess, but I mean, it was it was apparently <clears throat> it was reported. Remember, don't believe into the dirt sheets. I'm just you know just kind of um, believe what you want, pick and choose here, but. Uh, it was reported that WWE's intention all along was to reveal Batista, you know, a month that early, and I wouldn't be surprised at that at all, given the fact they want to garner ratings. And Raw's rating last week was huge. It was one of the best ratings since March of last year. So uh, it would not surprise me that they would do that. You know, they would advertise it so early. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it would have been best to have Batista return as a surprise entrant after being gone for four years. People not seeing it coming. Um, no spoilers or anything like that. And then it would have garnered a massive but reaction. It wouldn't have, I, and it would have been as bad. If they would have treated but, his return like they treated Jericho's last year, uh, that you know what I truly believe that that crowd would have acted completely different. Like probably a complete one eighty. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But my, my question for you guys. Would you rather Brian not be put in the Rumble or put Brian in the Rumble and have Batista throw him out? Keep Brian out. Yeah, keep him out, I guess. Good point. So, I mean, in the situation, I think that would be picked the best. In this, in the situation that you were given, they picked the best outcome. Again, I disagree with Batista winning it, but let's be honest, they were not, ch- they were not changing that. Batista was winning that Rumble. Oh, definitely, but I only yeah, hope that they capitalize on this and have him turn heel sooner rather than later, you know? And what if he, let's say he turns heel, 
Brian wins at the Elimination Chamber. I think that would be some sweet justice to have Brian defending against Batista at Mania. Exactly. Or you even have Batista, um, you do a little something that you did at Elimination Chamber. I remember a couple years ago with, uh, with John Cena and Batista. When Batista, you know, came out after Cena won the Elimination Chamber, he won the WWE title. Batista came out and won the WWE Championship from Cena. Batista could still do that. He doesn't have to have it at WrestleMania. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but it would be pretty cool. And then, and then you know, Daniel Bryan's put in chase mode, and then he can win it again at WrestleMania. So I could see that happening, my too. My only problem with that, I could, I, I'd, I'd like to see that happen. My only problem with that is then Bryan would be a three-time champion, and he's only held it, like, the length of a day. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that, too. It, 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 would, it would be too reminiscent of not only the angle that I just mentioned with Cena and Batista from 2010, but uh, from when Orton cashed into it, SummerSlam, which was a number of months ago, which was only five, six months ago. So, yeah, I agree. But even still, yeah, I and, think that. And there's only sweet. so many. There's only so many times. And there's only so many times you can cock tease someone, Brian being champion. Yeah, yeah. Before they stop caring. Done it enough. Yeah. Like I'm gonna use the example of Paul Heyman and CM Punk. They cock tease Punk beating the crap out of Heyman for months. Yep. And then when it finally happened, it was so anticlimactic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because they drew it out so long too, so that that was probably. So I mean, there's only so many times they can. There's only so many times they can cock tease Brian being champion. This next time he wins a championship, it needs to be his reign. It needs to be his at least a two month reign. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I believe but, that will come come uh, Extreme Rules in his hometown of Washington. So hopefully we see that unfold in just a number of months. But um, <clears throat> we'll move on from there and, though. And, 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 no, go ahead. And the thing you said, I would like I would like it for the, for the sole reason it would put Brian in chase mode going to the main event of Mania. That I like, but the whole giving the belt to drop it again, it, it needs to stop. No, yeah, but I agree. I agree, yeah. So hopefully... Uh, I mean, the outcome of it, the outcome I would like it, but the means of getting, getting to the end, I would not be in favor of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In that, I, situation, the, in that situation, the ends do not justify the means. Well, like you said before, I think it could be best if they had Daniel Bryan win the chamber, which I don't think is likely, honestly, at this point, but it would be cool if Bryan won the chamber and went on to WrestleMania to face Batista and Randy Orton, who he's also had great matches with in the past, seeing how Orton would have his rematch clause. So that would, that's why that would make sense. But um, even no. still, you know, overall... Go ahead. I'm going to take over hosting duties for a minute. Here's a question. Do you see Orton... Going to Mania as champion, or did he drop it at the chamber? I see him <clears throat> going into Mania as champion, even if he does face Batista. Regardless of whether he faces Batista or not, I don't see who else could win the match, unless it Brock Lesnar enters. I, I just don't think if that happens, though, Brock Lesnar versus Batista, yeah, I want to see that match over Orton Batista, but does it really need the championship? I mean, really. It's it's like a battle of the behemoths. Let's face, let's Let's face it, too. Those two guys probably won't be at Raw next night. Yeah, exactly. Brock Lesnar, I, from what I've heard, is showing up at Elimination Chamber, and because he's done so many dates you know, in the last month or so, he might not even be appearing on the road to WrestleMania. He's just going to be appearing on Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. And, of course, he'll probably be added more to more shows, but not that many, considering he's shown up for a number of shows over the last month. So, hopefully, I mean, he appears more, but... As of now, he's only appearing in Elimination Chamber and then WrestleMania. I don't know how you build a match that way, but that's just the way it is on paper right now. But, you know, with all that being that, that, said... That's the problem with all these part-timers. Yeah, exactly, because they bring back too many. 
But, you know, with all that being said, overall, Royal Rumble, I thought it was a pretty good show despite the disappointing finish. I thought it was a still a very enjoyable Royal Rumble matchup with some cool surprises. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, solid and even worth watching even for the chance. Um, Brian versus Wyatt was well worth the purchase all on its own. And then Lesnar was versus Big Show was what it needed to be. And then the tag team title change was cool too. So overall, I give it a thumbs up. Definitely the best pay-per-view since SummerSlam. I'm not going to say it was an epic pay-per-view. I'm not going to say it was one of the worst rumbles, which are some people, that's what some people are saying. And let's face it here. I mean, had Daniel Bryan won, had Roman Reigns won, let's face it. Would people be calling this one of the greatest pay-per-views in the last year or so? Probably. I mean, people only based off the entire pay-per-view what the show ended with, with that main event. Had Batista not won, they would probably be calling this the greatest pay-per-view they've ever seen. You know, and the only the only fact what Go ahead. One of the pissing off, I've seen this a lot too, you just mentioned that Roman Reigns did not need to win that Rumble. It would have made absolutely no sense to have him win that Rumble. Too early. The only... There are only two other names besides Batista who would have made any sense to win that. Punk and Bryan. Roman Reigns should not be in that conversation. Yes, he made it to the, to the last. Yes, he eliminated 12 people. It made no sense for him to win it yet, though. He has no foundation as a mid-carder to survive as a main event. I don't know. Honestly, I would have rather wanted to see Roman Reigns win the Rumble than Batista. I think I was that desperate for change, and I think a lot of people in the arena would agree. But um, if it was up to me, and you know, overall, if it was either Brian Punk, Reigns, whatever, I, obviously I would have gone with Brian or Punk. But I mean, in the case that it came down to Batista versus Reigns, I would have gone with Reigns, honestly, for some change. Here's my thing: if it meant getting an organic push with Reigns, I would stomach a WrestleMania with Batista winning it. If it meant keeping Roman Reigns on the track he's going on. I guess so. I, I, mean, I would suck it up and deal with it. I think I just personally would I have thought it was... the present for the future. Well, I mean, I, I just thought it was cool that had they had Roman Reigns, you know, eliminate Batista, a lot of people, you know, myself included, have been calling the Shield this generation's version of evolution. Technically, I mean, there's no, like, you know, veteran, then rookie, then, you know, whatever. It's just kind of all the same. They're all rookies, per- technically, you know. But even still, um, people have been calling Roman Reigns. How dare you call Seth Rollins a rookie? He worked in ROH. He's a wrestling god. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people saw Roman Reigns as the Batista of the group, hence why they wanted to see him break out so badly and will continue wanting to see him break out going in, in the next few months or so. So I thought it would have been cool to have him eliminate the guy who a lot of people compare him to. So I think that would have been pretty sweet seeing how Batista launched his career when he won the Royal Rumble for the first time back in 2005. But, you know, overall, though, I thought it was a pretty good Rumble um, despite the disappointing finish. Go ahead, Jimmy. Um, One thing, though, uh, I'm kind of surprised that no one else um, saw that, or, well, not not really saw this, but even mentioned it. Um, Batista actually won the Rumble this past Sunday from the same number that he had when he won his first one, 28. No, is that true? No, it can't be. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? It went It went Batista, 28, and then it went Christian, 29, and then Ric Flair, number 30. Oh, I think you're That's right. Wait, is 28, five, yeah. is 28 the number that everyone wins from, like Hacksaw and, you know, whatever? No, the uh, mo- that's 27. No, that's 27. Oh, okay, I got those two mixed up. Well, that is, that is very interesting. I didn't even realize that. But, um, yeah, yeah, very cool fact. 
Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm the only. Well, like I don't think I've posted it yet, but yeah, do I it. Mean, like, do it, man. Do it now. Tweet it out. <laughs> Tweet it out I to mean, the world. Like, we, I mean, like out of we are currently out, live to WrestleMania Radio. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, like out of everyone I've talked to, like no one's said anything. So yeah. <laughs> Take claim for now. Do it right now before WWE steals it and they listen Speaking to the show. Taking claim, <laughs> Mr. Mamina, I demand you crown me the official winner of your game. You didn't even participate I, officially. You lost. I We participated under There's the no name we. Trial. There's no we. Yes. We participated under one name. <laughs> you can't do that. Lyle is a person you cannot trample on. Lyle needs to be claimed the winner of your game. Brian won all by himself. Brian won all by himself. <laughs> well, on that note, though, we'll move right into Monday Night Raw. We don't have much time. We're obviously going over the... Claim me the winner. Crown me the winner right now. We're going over the usual hour slot, so we'll just go just uh, just a little bit over today, um, seeing how it's the return of the show. But uh, I'm not going to go into the full review of Raw from last night. We'll just talk about some key points, um, including the Elimination Chamber and what we see going forward for WrestleMania. So it was announced last night for the WWE Championship at Elimination Chamber. It will be Randy Orton versus Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus versus John Cena versus two other participants to be named. Um, Also at the Elimination Chamber, it looks like we're going to be getting the Shield versus the Wyatt family, finally. So if it's not going to happen at WrestleMania, it's a nice consolation prize to get it at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And Batista versus Del Rio or Batista versus Lesnar also looks to be added to the match as well. Oh, God. If we get Batista versus Del Rio, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, with all that being said, actually, you know, I'll get to the questions in a minute. But um, wait, that, wait, that might that actually might happen because correct me if I'm wrong. Batista is uh, isn't he like Filipino or something like that? Yes, he is. Yeah, so he is a minority, and the real seems to have an it thing for wrestling minorities. But they're all Mexican, like Rey Mysterio and Zincaro, if That's what you're talking about. But he, but he wrestled Kofi Kingston last night, so he he's diversifying his uh, his repertoire. Um, so. Just a brief note to everyone listening live. My racial views do not reflect uh, – Kyle's racial views do not reflect those of mine. So just uh, just take that into <laughs> or consideration. Or, or, or Jamie's when listening to this show. So I'm just, not making fun of her. I'm just saying the Rio has a thing for wrestling minorities. <laughs> this is a PG show, folks. So I'll just, just keep that in mind. But um, uh, d- disregarding yeah, what Kyle said about minorities, <laughs> we'll go along here with the Elimination Chamber match pay-per-view predictions. Um, obviously, we've got a there was a big match confirmed for the show tonight on the SmackDown tapings. I don't read the spoilers. I don't want to find out until I watch SmackDown. So someone's probably going to tell me anyway. But whatever. Um, <clears throat> so we'll just go into our well, Elimination Chamber and and WrestleMania match predictions. Kyle, I'll start with you. Um, what do you see being added to Elimination Chamber as well as WrestleMania? Well, here's a spoiler, spoiler from SmackDown. Christian ended the Elimination Chamber team one. That's the spoiler. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Christian was added to the Elimination Chamber, and they announced that he was going to win. That's the spoiler. <laughs> Please tell me you're kidding me. Uh, also, for all the AJ fans, AJ was added to the Elimination Chamber as well. AJ Styles? She win, but she's been added... 
AJ Styles AJ is, in, is in the Elimination Chamber. Is Sting in there too? AJ Lee's in there. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> she will not win, but she will participate. Be the first female to participate for the WWE World Champion. Yeah, and I heard AJ's Hogan's the referee. Yeah, Hogan. He's coming back soon. I can't wait for that. Coming back <laughs> the night after Elimination Chamber. You guys excited for the network? I'll be excited <clears throat> if the network hits Canada, which won't be for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, It Kyle? has me nervous, but excited. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. If the pay-per-view thing does not sell you, nothing nothing will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, um, yeah, the, I'm excited for it, too. Be shit. Is that the again? fact that you will get WWE streams for ten bucks a month, <laughs> that has me sold. I don't care what else is on that network. That simply has me sold. Yeah, I couldn't stand watching the Rumble on my uh, on my live stream on Sunday. That was terrible. I probably shouldn't be admitting that over again, the air, but we do not condone no streaming of professional events. <laughs> what? Radio. Yeah, no, I did not, not admit to that at all. I was talking about. I was watching it at my buddy's house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. My buddy named uh, First Row Sports. He's a good guy. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just like my my every good friend named uh, PayPerView.com. He's a very good friend. Oh, PayPerViewDirect.com. Oh, very nice. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, come Elimination Chamber Pay-Per-View. The next, uh, the final yeah, Pay-Per-View before the network. He always, he always, he always orders <laughs> it and it's good quality. He has good TV quality. Nah, the quality sucks. It lags. Not, 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 in, not, not at our pay-per-view's house. His, his TV's pretty good. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'm sure all our viewers will as well. But even still, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view coming up this February and four weeks from yesterday or four weeks from Sunday. Um, like I said before, Shield versus Wyatt Family Elimination Chamber pay-per-view matchup. It's on the road to WrestleMania, so... What the card is looking like right now for WrestleMania, it looks like we're going to be getting Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus, possibly. From what's been rumored, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, Batista versus Orton for the WWE Championship, um, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, and uh, there was something else. CM Punk versus Triple H. So uh, that's a rumored card. I couldn't be any more happy that it might be. Well, technically, it's not free on the network since we're paying 60 bucks, but it's $10 a month. So you're not paying sixty dollars at a time. It's different. No. I hate when people say that it's it's completely different. I don't get about the network. And maybe you can enlighten me about this about the network. When it says buy it for a six when you you pay you uh, you order with a six month uh, like guarantee, does that mean you can pay sixty bucks up front for six months? Like, That's what I was wondering too. Then, like, I have I have no idea. I was wondering the same exact thing. I hope not. That'd be that would be stupid. Like, either way, it's still it's it's still a good deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Months, but I'm just saying you you have to pay it up front, or is it ten bucks monthly, like a normal charge, or is it all like a six month upfront charge? Which even as upfront charge is still not a bad deal. I've I never think it's something like, um, or sorry, um, I think it's something like ten bucks a month, and you can't cancel it until you hit six months. That would be okay, but even if they have a sixty bucks upfront thing, that's not that bad. You're basically paying for mania. Plus, all the other pay-per-views come with it for free. So, I mean, it's, it's not a bad catch. If it's a, if that's a catch, it's not a bad catch. No, yeah, it's definitely a good <clears throat> it's it's definitely a good deal. But I, I just don't understand that 
how you would pay $10 a month if you pay 60 up front. Of course, yeah, it would it would divide into $10 a month, but they're not going to charge you $10 a month. You would just pay it all up front. That doesn't make any sense to me if it is true, but <clears throat> regardless, um, if that's the card for WrestleMania... It's, it's still not a bad deal, even, even at that. No, yeah, absolutely. But even if that's the card for WrestleMania, I couldn't it's, be any more happy that it's going to be for free because that looks like a crap card on paper, honestly, especially given that it's WrestleMania 30 and the 30th anniversary of their biggest show of the year. So, Jamie, I want to start with you. What do you think of the card that's being rumored at the moment and your thoughts and how you would change it, And even if you're going to purchase uh, it? Well, obviously you will be, but, you know, your thoughts anyway. Yeah. Um, well, that's a rumored card right now. Uh I mean, like, I'm not all that crazy about it. I mean, I'm going to end up getting it anyways because it's WrestleMania 30 and it's, you know, WrestleMania period. Uh, but as for, like, the card itself, uh, the one, like, all right, the one match that I want to happen at WrestleMania 30 and it just needs to happen before he's done, John Cena versus The Undertaker. I want to see that match more than Lesnar-Taker, to be honest. So that's like that's like the one match that I want to see, and if that's the only one that I can change, so be it. Um, but yeah, uh, as for the card right now, I mean I'm not like thrilled, but I mean like it might be all right. Never know. It'd be better than WrestleMania 29. That's for sure. Yes. At least it's not full of rematches. So. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus is a rematch. Punk versus Triple H, not really. I mean, the the roles are reversed, and it's been a couple years. But Bryan versus Triple H is a big, big rematch. Orton versus Batiste does a big, big rematch. Undertaker versus Lesnar. So maybe uh, let's rethink that for a second. It might be uh, a card of rematches, but um, <laughs> yeah. But at least these are rematches from matches that that you know didn't happen last year. Exactly true. Very true. But 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 Orton versus. Batista in the main event does not excite me in the slightest. That's the problem. Yeah. That in the main event. Taker versus Lesnar, I've said this a million times. It could be a very good match, don't get me wrong, but I don't think Undertaker can handle Brock Lesnar's I'm physical style. Taker's exactly. He could get killed out there. Especially, he could break <laughs> a hip and he'd be done. And the match could suck. So that's why I wouldn't want to see it at WrestleMania. And, and let's face it, I mean, who else, aside from Brock Lesnar... Is there left for Undertaker to face? And I don't want you to say Sting because I don't think Sting, even if he does sign with the WWE, I don't think he would be ready to debut by WrestleMania season. Um, he would have had to leave TNA months ago, and he just left last week, officially. We don't even know, actually. I'm not even sure. And he could be re-signing with TNA. Here's Who knows? Pro- Go ahead, Kyle. Here's the problem with Sting. I've seen his work recently in TNA. It's too late to have Sting and take you. Sting's... He's an okay wrestler, but he's lost his edge as a good wrestler. Did you see the Scorpion uh, Deathlock that he did? I did not. Go back and watch his, his match with Magnus. Maybe it wasn't even Magnus. Maybe it was before that. I'm not really sure. But for his last few matches, he's been doing the uh, Scorpion Deathlock. It looks terrible. He's not even sitting down on them. It's a sharpshooter, obviously, but he's not even sitting down on them. He's just, like, barely crouching. It's embarrassing. I mean, Sting, he's lost skill over the past couple of years, but like, he was always, he could still go. Now it's at the point where he can't, maybe he, didn't, maybe he doesn't want to go. But from what I've seen lately, he just can't go anymore. No, yeah, it's kind whether of a point that's, of he absolute absurdity. Want, whether that's, 
him not wanting to or him unable to. It has me skeptical on him him, him and Taker. Obviously, Taker take can still go. Yep. He can't go like he used to, but he can still go. Oh, yeah, very Sting good point. Has me too ner- Sting has me ner- too nervous to put him in a WrestleMania match. Although I think it, it is overdue for him to get... I want him to come to WWE simply to be put in the Hall of Fame. And he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a part of the uh, the WWE network too. I mean, I said this a while ago, but the only reason why they would, or one of the major reasons why they want him over in WWE is to promote the new Monday Night War show, which obviously features him heavily, and he's gonna be in a lot of the content for WCW. So, you know, being a part of the network is obviously a huge thing, and um, yeah. So hopefully we see him at WrestleMania. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe not wrestling, but it would be cool to see him. But um, you know, even still. Aside from that, I don't know who you have the Undertaker face. He's already faced... You know, John Cena is the only guy that comes to mind, and I don't know why they won't go through that matchup. Because as the years go on, the less likely we are going to see that matchup. The chances are dwindling year by year. So I don't know why WWE is holding off. Especially, I don't know why they don't realize. They probably do realize, but I don't know why they don't go with it. It's a big-time money matchup. The title doesn't even need to be involved. Some people are saying that... Cena should have won on Sunday, so the title will be involved. The title doesn't even need to be involved. It can just be the streak. That's all. It sells itself. So Cena versus streak. The streak is. A, the, streak the streak has, has become all, just as prestigious as the world title at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. You it, don't need the title. It's a championship in and of itself. Yeah, you don't need the championship. There's really no story to go to it if if the championship was involved. Last year, I would have argued that it would have been cool if it was title versus streak, punk versus taker, but I thought that would have been pretty sweet. Streak versus streak. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was a story attached to it, but right now there's really no story attached to uh, with Orton being champion for only the last month. But, um, you know, even still, I'm a bit disappointed by the WrestleMania card. I hope that WWE, they heard the reaction, obviously they did, on Sunday, and they wake up and they come to their senses and not put Batista against Orton at WrestleMania, or at least in that format. Um, they need to put Brian in there or somebody, because the fans are going to get extremely pissed come WrestleMania. They're going to still show up, but the reaction to the matchup is going to be horrendous. Had if they indeed go through with Batista versus Orton. Um, Brian versus Sheamus, I've, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, it's a great matchup, this is what should happen. It makes sense from a storyline standpoint if Sheamus ends up joining the authority. And let's not forget here that Daniel Bryan was technically the one who injured Sheamus back to that Money in the Bank ladder match at the July pay-per-view. So it makes sense from a storyline standpoint but really, when you put it in perspective with the other five matches on this card, and especially with the Ultimate Warrior rumored to be facing Ryback, Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus would be on the pre-show like it was in WrestleMania 27, or it would open the show like it did at WrestleMania 28. So I really see no reason why in, in having that match at WrestleMania, maybe a few years ago, yeah, sure, in 2011, that yeah, that's okay if it's for the U.S. title. When you have your most over guy in the company, in the fifth bottom match in the card i don't think so that's ridiculous so hopefully they come to their senses and they do something bigger with brian hopefully in the title match or have him face the undertaker which would be a nice consolation prize i'd much rather see brian versus you know orton and batista in the main event or brian versus whoever brian versus cena again i don't even care but um over brian versus the undertaker but it would still be miles better than brian versus sheamus 
But um, so any thoughts on that, guys, in the WrestleMania 30 card? If that card that was on uh, the spoiler one that the uh, Dirty Sheet posted, if that actually comes to fruition, I, I don't even know if I'm going to watch WrestleMania. None of those matches even excite me. Yeah, they're all garbage. Jim, the only you one. The only one that draws any emotion out of me is Lesnar versus Taker. The only emotion that comes out of me is fear for Taker's <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Everything else is. It's the only match that draws. It's the only match that draws emotion out of me. It's not even the right kind of emotion. I'm scared to death for Taker, for his well-being and his health and his life. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the whole issue. You want to go ahead, Jamie? Besides that. Um. If uh, if that card does end up happening, I mean, like I'm like you know I'll watch it still, uh, and knowing me, I'm probably still going to be pumped for it just because it is WrestleMania. But I will say it's going to be one of the most least anticipated pay per views. And it's a shame because WrestleMania 30. Yep. Exactly. Just when you think they can't but mess it, it up, it, they do. And it, it is following a string of bad mania. I mean, you have 27, which we already acknowledged never happened. 28, 29. Nope. No, 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 no. Don't put 28 in the worst uh, in the worst. 28 papers. was good. 28 was great. I love 28. 29 okay, sucked, fine. though. I do agree with you on that. Let's go with 20, 27 and 29. So it's following a streak of just bad manias. Exactly, and you, just when you think it can't get any worse than, than it did last year, it does. So it's like WWE goes out of their way to make the card as crappy as possible to see if they could do out, outdo themselves from the year previous. That's what it, at least what it seems like and, to me. And I hate to say this, but I saw this coming the minute they announced WrestleMania 30 wouldn't be a Madison Square Garden. I knew they were going to fuck it up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The minute they announced they're it wasn't because they they killed tradition, so like they killed any chance of WrestleMania 30 selling itself. Agreed, agreed. It should it definitely should have been held at MSG. Um, it, it, I could have I mean, gone anniversary too. Anniversary shows, anniversary shows like that sell themselves. Yep. But when you break tradition, the anniversary feel of it's gone. So you have to sell it yourself. Exactly. WWE has shown past their skill at selling big pay per views. Oh yeah, exactly. I think it's just a shame that they've completely, you know, they've they've lost their way basically with WrestleMania 30. But like you said earlier on in the show, they have tons of time to right their wrongs. So hopefully they do in the next two months. But um, with all that being said, um, just before we close out the show, a few people sent me questions over Twitter. If you want to send in a question, make sure to tweet me on Twitter with the hashtag AskGSM at WrestleRant, or you can like my official Facebook page. Graham, Jason Matthews, and leave a comment on the wall for me to answer right here on WrestleRant Radio. Just a few questions. Um, the first two come now, from at Jeremy. You, Go ahead. Before you do that, now, can I come to your dorm and physically write, write a question on your wall? Can <laughs> you could do that if you want to. I might have you arrested. But um, <laughs> aside so from that, I probably come not. To, in the Cock College, come to your dorm and write a question on your wall. Physically write it on your wall. I heard someone else use that term too. I can't put my finger on it though. You Wait, know what I've what, heard though. What would what, you say? What in the cock? Yeah. 
You bitch. You <laughs> are you bitch. Yeah. We'll move right along now. I, to... I, th I think we're referring to the person. <laughs> what? And I think once he realizes we're talking about them, you can expect some very angry email, some very angry and misspelled emails from our good friend. Well, unless he patented it, it's fine. I'm just saying it, was, it just sounded familiar. Just I thought someone else used it before too. Well, to be honest, they're already emailing you because I'm on the show. But I think we just added fuel to the fire. That's true. It's WrestleMania <laughs> season. It's it's been a controversial week, so we might as well add to the controversy by having you on the show. So, moving on to the questions now, we've got uh, the first two questions from at Jeremy8911. His first question said, Do you think it would have made more sense for Christian to return at the Rumble instead of on SmackDown? No, actually, I think it would have been, uh, he would have been overshadowed in the Rumble, you know, by Sheamus, Kevin Nash, uh, El Torito, probably, he wasn't even a surprise, JBL wasn't a surprise, he was a surprise, but he wasn't like a return. Um, so, probably not, because he would have been eliminated quickly anyway. He would have been one of the bodies as, uh, Kyle said earlier on in the show that would have gotten eliminated. So, no, I'm actually glad that he got that he's returning on SmackDown because it gives him some more spotlight that he deserves. Um, his second question was, if Brian is added to the title match at Mania, do you think Orton should take the pin and Batista should turn heel? Um, I think Batista should turn heel far before WrestleMania. Um, I think that's blatantly obvious. As soon as Elimination Chamber, shortly beforehand or shortly afterwards, um, he should not turn heel at WrestleMania. I think it should. He's going to be booed for the next two months, regardless. So he should definitely turn heel um, far before WrestleMania. And um, yeah, I, I do think that if they want to protect Batista, they should have. If they do a triple threat between Batista, Orton, and Brian at WrestleMania, that Orton should be the one to take the pin, since technically it was Orton in the first place who cost him the championship at Hell in a Cell, or who won the championship from him at Hell in a Cell last, uh, last October. Um, at Sal D'Angelo Jr. asks, do you think WWE should stop focusing on bringing old talent back like Batista, Brock, Rock, and should focus on new rising stars? Kyle said this before in a nutshell. Absolutely. Um, I see no reason why they should continue to bring back old farts like The Rock. I mean, obviously, it's a big buy rate. We all get excited to see Brock Lesnar, Rock, um, you know what I mean, uh, Batista, so on and so forth. But they shouldn't focus the product around them. Exactly, exactly. They should not be, Batista should not be main eventing WrestleMania, his first WrestleMania back. It makes no sense. Um, it's not going to be a great matchup. And at least if he's going to be doing something in WWE, have him feud with someone that he hasn't feuded with before. Do something new, do, do something fresh. As much as you, you know you hate it, Kyle, Del Rio versus Batista is at least something fresh, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> at least we haven't seen it before because Batista left right before Del Rio came in. So, yes, I completely agree with the notion that they the should only, focus on in, in rising new stars. Go ahead, Kyle. I, as much as I hate part-timers, I don't disagree with them, their existence, but they should not be the focal point when they come back. That's my only complaint. They should be like RVD and Chris Jericho, just another name on the card. And RVD, too. Who did I say? You said RVD. Oh, wait. You said Christian and Chris Jericho, right? I thought I said RVD and Chris Jericho. Never mind. Well, yeah, Christian too. I meant RVD and Chris Jericho. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Or Christian too. When they come back, when they come back, they're just another name in the card to put people over. That's exactly. How Batista, Lesnar, and Dwayne should be treated as. They should not be treated as these. Well, they are. They are special attractions. They should not be given special treatment and put in the main events of every show and the focal point of everything they're on. They don't need to put over everybody they face. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. They don't need to be the focal point. That's my only complaint. They can, they can exist. They just don't need to be the focal point. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They should definitely still bring them back to help business and whatever. But, yeah, they should not be the focal point like Rock was for as long as he was. And I'm glad he's taking WrestleMania off this year because there's really no one he can face that's fresh, exciting, except for maybe Randy Orton. But even then, we've seen that before, too. Um, remember WrestleMania 20, 20, 10 years ago in that handicap match. And the final question well, comes no, from at Thomas underscore no, B96. Go ahead. Oh, WrestleMania 20? Oh, yeah, that never happened I, either. So now we're down to WrestleMania yeah. this. <laughs> now we're down to this being WrestleMania yeah, we're 28, back, right? we're back to WrestleMania 28. So, oh, okay, yeah, okay. We're back to WrestleMania 28. So we had two more years to get WrestleMania 30 right. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas asked, do you see John Cena, Daniel Bryan, and Sheamus versus The Shield versus the Wyatt family at WrestleMania? No. Um, that'd be, what, a nine-man tag team match and a triple threat I don't even know how you would do that. Actually, that's kind of weird. But um, <laughs> even still, uh, that would be kind of strange. But I could see uh, the Shield versus the Wyatt family at Elimination Chamber next month. That it looks like they're setting up that after the Wyatt family cost the Shield the victory this past week on Raw. I wanted to see it at WrestleMania, but it looks like they're giving it to us early, which is fine if they really want to go with Reigns versus Ambrose or a triple threat with the Shield, like they did with the Legacy at Twenty Six. I'm fine with that, but no, I don't think we should get that crazy nine-man tag team match at WrestleMania. So that's all the questions for this week, folks. Uh, unless on a poll. Go ahead. Unless it's on a poll. Unless you put that, ma- that, that, that crazy nine-man triple threat match on a poll, then I'm okay with it. Well, that's just pure Vince Russo booking, and he's back in TNA, so he won't be anywhere near WrestleMania. But I, I just want a pole match. It's been like, what, a decade since we've had it on, on the pole match? I want a pole match. No, no, my friend. You go watch TNA. <laughs> and WWE. How many, it's been a long time since, since we've got on a pole match. I want a pole match. Nah, it's only been like two years. I, I, I want an AJ Lee on, on a pole match. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, if there's going to be a pole match, it's got to go down to WrestleMania XXX with AJ Lee and Trish Stratus or Mickey James or something. With a pole match, and it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be like a championship on a pole. It's going to be like a dancing stripper pole or something in the middle of the ring. That's what it's going to be at WrestleMania. If they don't have a bras and panties match, I'll be disappointed. Graham, you don't understand. I physically want AJ Lee put on a pole and a oh. prize to be won. Okay, we'll disclose at the show. On that note, uh, thank you, Kyle and Jamie, for joining me today. This is a blockbuster edition to come back to. Um, our longest show to date. Um, understandable consider- considering it was a huge week in the world of wrestling. But more talk coming next week with Sting and Raw and TNA and everything else. Um, we also have a potential. So Go ahead. Basically, next week, next week, Graham's going to be here by himself talking about TNA. So, I mean, if you don't want to come back, he understands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you wonder why I dumped you. <laughs> so, yeah, on that note. Listen, how many, hey, when you go back to look at the live listens, you'll know why you need me. Whoa. Okay. We'll disclose that. We'll disclose out this war on that note. Um, uh, with all that being said, we'll have Jamie go first. Jamie, thanks for joining me. Really do appreciate it. You want to tell the fans where they can find you on social media and such. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Lee Mac, and that's about it. And you got your show too, right? Yes, also uh, catch uh, CNC Reviews tomorrow night, blogtalkradio.com forward slash uh, Pro Wrestling Powerhouse. Uh, it's going to be a very wrestling-heavy um, edition, you know, uh, considering that 
you know, it's been a big week um, in the world of wrestling. And uh, we're also uh, going to be reviewing the WrestleMania that never happened, WrestleMania 20, considering it's been 10 years since that. So we're going to have a little special uh, review of that. Oh, and who knows, we may just mention he who shall not be named. So check out CNC Reviews. Oh, yeah, the baby killer. The yes, baby uh, killer. CNC reviews tomorrow night, Pro Wrestling Powerhouse, or sorry, um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Powerhouse, and I believe that is at 8 Eastern. Perfect. And also, of course, these guys interviewed Manic from TNA Wrestling a number of weeks ago, so go back and check out their yes. archives for that. That was pretty cool as well. And, of course, right before I do my plugs, we've got Kyle with his. I always have to go, I always have to go before you. <laughs> Some things never change, Graham. Some things never change with you. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Great philosophy. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ReadyK13. Uh, that's all I got. That's all you've got? That's it? We- that's all I got. I'm not doing, it. I'm not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So follow him on Twitter, folks. And, of course, um, like I mentioned before, the hashtag AskGSM videos are now here on WrestleRant Radio. So if you want to send me a question, make sure to like my official Facebook page, at GrahamGSMMatthews. Drop a comment on the wall, not my dorm wall like Kyle um, alluded to before. That would be kind of weird. Or you can follow me on Twitter and tweet me at WrestleMant at WrestleRant with the hashtag AskGSM. <laughs> I'm at WrestleMant. Whoa, whoa, WrestleRant. WrestleMant. Stop confusing why, me. Why are you wrestling a man? <laughs> um, we we what, watch. What is wrong with you? We watch. <laughs> we watch men wrestle every week, and that's like, not I, weird I, to you. Grab. I know you like to go in the cock, but damn, man. <laughs> Okay, and uh, also on that note, you can also check out archived editions of WrestleRant Radio, where this episode will be uploaded in uh, just a short bit tonight, if not tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, you can check it out at nextarawrestling.weebly.com backslash archive for every episode of WrestleRant Radio since October. Um, you can also check out my interviews with the stars of the wrestling world at WrestleRantRadio.Podbean.com. Just download the official app by going to that URL on your smartphone and on Safari, not Chrome. Press the little arrow on the bottom of your left, on the bottom left of your screen, and download it to your home screen to be notified of when podcasts are uploaded. You can listen to the repeat of this show on Saturday nights right here on EC Radio Live365.com backslash. Uh, stations, I believe it was, backslash e- EC's, uh, ECTV73, or you just go to my website, nextyearwrestling.weebly.com. There's a link through there. Um, and, and of course... So, so if, if you didn't hear that, we don't bl- first of all, we don't blame you for banging your head against the desk for not understanding that big link, but just go to nextyearwrestling.weebly.com. Thank you for putting it simply, Kyle. I always appreciate you correcting my mistakes, and that's why we have you here. Oh, with that being said, though, like I said, you can check out the repeat of the show. Me. And because when you get the transcript for the, for the live listen, <laughs> with the repeat, if you listen on repeat, you, you can, can listen come on back repeat on at, at eight o'clock at eight o'clock Eastern Time, seven Central Time, and you can also check out my Bleacher Report articles on Bleacher Report. Simply search Graham Graham Jason Matthews. Same thing with YouTube for clips of this show. So, with all that being said, make sure to tune in live next week here on EC Radio at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time. We're going to be talking about Raw, 
TNA maybe if it doesn't kill all my viewers and everything else going on in the world of wrestling with Sting and you or, know or if TNA is still in business next week <laughs> and with all the news surrounding uh, the road to WrestleMania and also of course we're going to be having a former WWE superstar on this show in the upcoming future if not next week then the week after that so it's going to be a huge week is it Tyler Rex? Yeah, actually, Tyler X. Oh, you spoiled the surprise, man. Why'd you do that? It's not. It's, it's not a WWE superstar. That's WWE flop. Get it right. Still a WWE superstar, nonetheless. You know. You know what, Graham? What? <laughs> when, when the minute the show ends, I'm going to destroy you. Okay, we'll see about that. <laughs> But on that note, folks, you can turn in live. You can tune in live next Tuesday night, nine o'clock Eastern time, eight Central time, right here on EC Radio. Thanks for joining me, folks. We will see you here, right here next week on Russell Rant Radio. This is GSM signing out. Till next time, folks. <laughs>